Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Please be seated. We bless God for this beautiful day that he has made for us to be glad and to rejoice in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad you're in the house of the Lord? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I want to briefly talk about the home church ministry. Pick out your notes, your notepads, because I want to talk about the home church ministry and I want you to be taking notes of what I want to say. The title is the home church ministry. Some key facts on the home church ministry will be as follows. Number one, the home church ministry, others will call it house fellowship or cell system, is not a new church program. Rather, it is God's model for his church. We see that in Exodus chapter 18, verses 21 to 22, where we see the idea being introduced when Jethro was speaking to Moses about appointing captains of tens, captains of hundreds, captains of thousands. He says in verse 21, Moreover, you shall select from all the people able men, such as fear God. So he's giving us there the qualities of home church leaders or home church pastors, as we call them in this house. He says they must fear God. They must be men of truth, hating covetousness. And he says you shall place such over them, over the people, to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. So we see there the idea of dividing the congregation into smaller groups. These were types of cells or home churches, if you like. The meaning of this is that no member of the church should ignore or take lightly the home church ministry. The home church ministry has no substitute. Every church must have a cell system. And once the cell system or the home church system is put in place, every member of the church must be part and parcel 
of it. No one should outgrow the need to attend home church meetings. Every Tuesday in this house is a home church meeting day. In our specific case here at the HQ Church, we begin at half past five, going all the way to half past seven. Two hours maximum. Everyone and every member of this church family must be part and parcel of the cell system. Whether you're a pastor, a head of department, a head of a service unit, it doesn't matter your level or your office in the church or you are just a member. It is a must for you and I to attend home church meetings. Somebody shout hallelujah. Because the home church is the strategy of the Holy Spirit for building his church, the church of God. It is a strategy of the Holy Spirit for growing the church. I mean, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus, the founder of the church, said, on this rock, I will build my church. So Jesus is building the church. And the church is called the body of Christ. I'm sure you know that. We are the body of Christ. And when you talk to biologists and those who are experts at what we call the human anatomy, they will tell you that your body is made of millions, I don't know whether it's trillions of cells. And if the church is the body of Jesus, then it must comprise a whole range of cells. A whole range of cells. So the home church is the smallest nucleus of the body of Christ. And everyone must be part and parcel of it. Somebody shout hallelujah. And the home church has got many benefits to all of us as members, let us examine some of these very quickly. Number one, the benefits of the home church ministry. To us as individual members of the church, number one, it helps us to become a non-identity and not just a statistical number in the church. The cell system helps each and every member to be known at that small unit level 
it is a platform that helps each and every member to become an identity that is known and not just a name in the church register where we say okay we have a member called Esau Banda and nobody knows the fellow that is why the church is broken down into those smaller units called home church at that home church level you become a known identity because you have about maybe 10, 15 people at home church level so everyone knows everyone who are you where is your house where are you working and then we also come to your house as a venue for our home church meetings then we come to know your home and in the process we can also identify your needs without you telling us anything just by looking around the house we can know that okay when we are praying for this brother or sister we need to touch on one or two areas yes is it making sense because if truth is to be told in a large church it is not possible to know all church members without the home church ministry so if you don't attend home church meetings we are most likely not going to know who you are and in the end you will be preaching a wrong message that says in this church they don't love people they don't love people they don't love people they are just concerned about themselves it is not true we love people in this church amen we love people in this church that's the truth you are not attending home church meetings and some of you you even deny the sense the request to have home church meetings at your house you tell them that on that Tuesday I'm not available but it's not that there will be no people at the house it's you who is traveling the rest of the family members are at home and will be at home on that Tuesday but they say no 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 I'm not available you are not available are you traveling with your house come on now are you traveling with your house is your house a mobile house leave the keys we want to come to your house leave the keys yes leave the keys we'll open your house and fellowship there because in any case when you we come to fellowship at your house we come in the fullness of the blessing of christ yes because we are people of god god travels with us so when we arrive at your house and you allow us to fellowship there we will leave the blessing of the lord there that will make your house and your family rich that will make your house and your family rich 
Proverbs 10, verse 22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Somebody shout hallelujah. Number two, the benefits of the cell system. Number two, it is a platform for the fellowship of the saints. It is a platform for our fellowship with one another. Acts 2, 42. The Bible says that they continued in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship. Acts 2, 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and what? Fellowship. 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 The Christian walk is about fellowship. No one should be a loner. Don't isolate yourself from the church, more especially the cell system. You know, I don't have time to read with you from the book of Numbers, most likely chapter 21. It says there that the enemies attacked some among the children of Israel and ask me who were attacked among the children of Israel. Those who were behind. Everyone else is gone. And he's all alone. He has isolated himself from the team. Those are the ones that the enemies hammered. Some of you, you have chosen, I don't know why, but you have chosen to feel new in the church. You just feel new. It's like you have chosen not to settle. You just feel new. You know, I'm only two years here. You are two years. So I'm only three. It's not some of us are here only for three years. You have chosen to feel new and to remain new. You know, I don't know anyone here. You have a problem. Most likely you need deliverance and further counseling. You've been in the church for six months and you are still saying, I feel new here. I feel new. Come on. We must value the home church system for fellowship's sake. It is a platform for our fellowship because that is what the Christian life is about. It's about fellowship. Never being alone. Number three. The home church ministry or the home church is a platform for bonding and development of friendships and companionship. It is a platform for bonding and development of friendships and companionship. It is a platform for what? Bonding. Bonding. And friendships. Development of friendships. One fellow was in some crisis. A healthy crisis. This fellow was sick. So the question was, who are our friends? in the church 
the shocking response I was given is that she seems not to have any friend in the church. It's wrong. It's wrong to be in a church like this and you don't have anyone you closely relate with in the church. All your so-called close friends are outside the church. There is no one in the church. You have a problem. Tell your neighbor for me, if you are someone like this, you have a problem. You know, some people say, no, I, I don't trust anyone in this church. You know, believers can be very dangerous. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. so how can you be trusting people outside the church and not in the church? You have a wrong mentality. You have a wrong mindset. That is the truth. You have a wrong mindset. You mean all people in the church are bad people? You are saying there is no one you trust. These days you have to be very careful. So you are trusting people at your office who are not even believers. They are the ones you trust. I wish you well. Number four. The home church is a platform for welfare services. It is a platform where members can share their problems and concerns with the saints and have them addressed accordingly. It is at home church level where we stand with one another in prayer or otherwise to overcome each other's challenges. It's at home church where we do this. And I must say that officially speaking, the church has designated the home church as a platform for the provision of what we call first line welfare services. If a member says, for example, I don't have money for rent. I need to be assisted. That should be shared with the home church pastor. If you think you are clever enough to bypass the system and to be calling me, Papa, <laughs> I'm one of your members. I need the rent. I will not attend to you. Okay, call me wicked man. There are so many people that call me good man. So you're calling me wicked man will not change anything. There are more people that are calling me good man than those that are calling me wicked man. It's like calling God a wicked God. Will it change anything? How old are you? Somebody shout hallelujah. So people bypass the system and they want to be calling the pastors. Oh, I'm in a crisis. Okay, is your home church pastor aware? No. Did you say you are a member? Yes. You are a member? Okay, so which home church do you belong to? I saw that I'm new in this location. Ah, <laughs> you are lying. And liars must not be assisted except for repentance purposes. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you think you are at a level where you don't need to associate with the home church, then forget about us assisting you when it comes to welfare issues. Yes. When you get sick, 
It's your brothers and sisters at home church who are going to visit you. Don't say this church, they don't visit one another. It's not true. We visit people. It's, it, 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 your problem is you're not available for cell meetings. So we don't even know that you were sick in the first place. And the way some people criticize the church, as if it is as if they themselves don't have problems. Hmm? Ask God, but don't you think you don't have problems? Hallelujah. If some of you, women, if I may ask your husband what your problems are, I will need three hours of listening. Yes. But when it comes to church issues, no, no, this church, this church, why don't you pioneer one? Pioneer a church, grow it. Let's see if people will not be complaining about you. Actually, some of you, the first accusation we are going to hear is that you are stealing church money. Yes. That you are stealing church money. You get the offerings. After service, you pass by the shop to buy groceries using offering money. But the way you want to accuse everyone, it is as if you can do better. It is wrong. Hallelujah. Number five, is it number five? The home church accords the believers the opportunity to develop and exercise their spiritual gifts and talents. The home church accords the believers the opportunity to develop and exercise their spiritual gifts and talents. So it is a platform if you like, for both leadership and ministerial development. Or put differently, the home church is a platform for capacity building. Somebody shout capacity building. Yeah. It is for the teaching and the training of the saints. That is where we identify brothers and sisters for their potentials. Ah, this brother, the home church pastor will be saying this brother is very good and then from there we take you to departmental meetings, we give you a chance and we see that wow, this fellow is very good and then we bring you now to the main church services either to lead intercessions or in some other way in any of our services but some people want to appear from nowhere. Now, why are they not giving us opening prayers? We want to lead opening prayers. Some of us are very good, especially from where we are coming from. Come on. We haven't seen you anywhere. Is it in the main church that you want to do what? What is your motive? What is your motive? No, they are not giving us a chance to preach. Did you come to preach? Don't you know marketplaces where you can go and preach? Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. So please, we want everyone to be involved in the home church meetings. Everyone, everyone, regardless of how long you have been in the Lord. Maybe the last one very quickly. We can also say that the home church or home church meeting are a platform, hear this, for cultivating 
and conserving the presence of God in our homes, thereby ensuring God's blessings and prosperity. Home church meetings are a platform for cultivating and conserving God's presence in our homes. Because you remember, the master said, where two or three gather in my name. I think he had the cell system in mind. Because that's where two or three gather, really. They don't have to be many. Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. Here it is. I am there in the midst of them. I am there in the midst of them. Meaning, when we gather during home church meetings, we attract his presence. We attract his presence upon that house. And that house will never be the same and can never be the same. And everyone gathered can never be the same. Because in his presence is what? Fullness of joy. And the Bible says he makes us glad by his works. If you read Psalm 92, he makes us glad through testimonies. So if in his presence is fullness of joy, it means he is going to gladden us by testimonies that are going to arrive by the manifestation of his presence. Psalm 92 verse 4, For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Somebody shout hallelujah. So what am I saying to us without going into any further details? What I'm saying to us, number one, is that we must make it a point to know our home church pastor for the location where we live. Everyone must know his or her home church pastor. And I hope that I can present the home church pastors next week so that you know them for each and every location. We have a home church pastor. Number two, what this means is that you must be an active participant of your respective home church center. An active player, an active participant in the home church of your location. Don't be an absentee member. You say that, okay, I belong to this particular home church, but you know, I haven't been going there. I haven't been going there. Sometimes it is because you are looking down upon the one we appointed to be the home church pastor of your location because you feel more anointed than the home church pastor. Some of you, that is how you look at yourself. You are too proud. You, you look at yourself as someone carrying higher grace. So should I really sit there talking about what? Yes, if you think you carry higher grace, you are the one we are looking for. So you can help us, those of us that have got lower grace. Is it making sense? 
Tell your neighbor, stop being proud. Stop being proud. Stop being proud. Personally, I think that attending cell meetings or home church meetings, as we call them here, is part of our humility. It's, 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 it shows that you're humble. Yeah. It shows that you're humble. Yeah. Amen. So whenever I attend our home church meetings in the location where I stay, I don't dominate like, eh, hey, I'm the senior pastor. No. I see I'm under the authority of our home church pastor. I'm under authority. Because that is the fellow we appointed to help us there. So I sit there just like everyone else. They don't suspend the home church and now, oh, hey, Papa, sometimes they call me Papa. Papa is here. So anyway, uh, I think we are handing over. No. <laughs> if you do that, you don't know your job as a home church pastor, I will remove you. Because we never told you that if uh, Papa comes, then you suspend everything. We never said anything like that. Where are you taking it from? You have got your own TORs. So, whoever has been appointed to lead the Bible study, will lead. And if they open the floor for contributions, I also make my own little contribution, just like everybody else. That is how it works. But if you think you have outgrown the need to attend home church meetings, my friend, you are a proud person. It will not help you. It will not help you at all. Somebody shout hallelujah. 